You're listening to Supercala, super, whatever the infernal thing is. Supercalifragilistic Awesome Disney Podcast. Each week, we're going to talk about three things. In Main Street, USA, we'll talk about the latest Disney news. We're calling this controlling what you can when things feel out of control. In Tomorrowland, we'll talk about the things we're looking forward to. But what are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. And World Showcase is dedicated to our favorite Disney adventures. First you were all like, whoa! And then we were like, whoa! And then you were like, whoa! So let's get this show on the road. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, this is Chris. And I'm Kelly. And we are super duper super excited <laughs> because... We're super califragilistic <laughs> excited. We are, because in about 48 hours or less, we are going to be at the Magic Kingdom, and we're yes. very excited. Yes. So we're recording this episode early. This is important oh, that you yeah. say important that I say that. <laughs> recording this early, yeah. uh, because we, we like to launch them on Sunday nights, yep. early Monday mornings, um, and we'll be there then. So by the time you hear this, we'll be running we're on around on Disney Epcot. property, yep. wearing our mask and washing our hands and doing all that <laughs> needs to be Social done. distancing <laughs> and, and, and feeling that magic. So, yes. Um, so... News this week is Disney has updated their uh, their their policy on masks and when you can remove the masks because people are people and they keep trying to come up with ways to to get around the mask policy on the property. Sure. I even saw someone say, "Go to Japan, get one of the frozen uh, the the, the um, Frozen, uh, like, uh, slush balls. The, uh-huh. What do they call them? I have no idea. They're, but I know what you're talking about, yeah. Italian ices, but it's in Japan. Yeah. Um, and they say... You shaved ice. Shave ice. And eat that all the way around World Showcase, and because you're eating something, you don't have to have your mask on. Like as a tip. Like, right, as a tip. You can take your mask off because you're eating something. and it, wear and, you a know, mask. I just wear a mask, <laughs> right? wear a mask, man. So Disney immediately updated their policy because they're smarter than that. <laughs> You can now remove your mask to eat or drink as long as you are stationary. But if you are moving, you have to have your mask up. Well done, Disney. There you go. So simple. We will be complying with all rules happily. We will happily comply with the rules. Um, Last week, uh, we were talking about the relaxation stations at Epcot. I just wanted to clarify one thing that um, the relaxation station that I said was between Norway and China is actually at Akershus, the restaurant where they... (laughs) Would you like me to say I that? I would name? love for you to say that. <laughs> Akershush. Yeah. Akersh- you, that's the closest you've ever come to it's saying It's Asker House, right? Mm, no. It's I thought Akersh- it was Asker House. No. So, that's no longer a <laughs> My character. My Norwegian is dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's normally a character breakfast, uh, buffet breakfast with a bunch of princesses. Oh, so it's inside there. It's inside there. Oh, see, now that's nice. That is Because nice. it actually is, it's like a stone cavern yeah, it's in like there. A, it's like being inside of a castle. Yeah, of. right. And so there are a lot of little nooks and crannies, mm-hmm. and so I could see why that would make a good place for it, and you can't do the buffet anyway. Right. Um, so that would be a very nice relaxation area. I get that totally. Yeah, very much. So so that's, you know, just wanted to clarify that. Um, really some horrific news, just mainly for us. Uh, La Cava del Tequila has, uh, they are still open in the Mexican pavilion at Epcot, but they have removed all food options 
and like about 18 different uh, tequila drinks that they serve there. Let's just be honest. I don't care about all food options. They've removed queso. They've removed the chips and queso, which... Come on, man. We had heard that that was the best chips and queso in the park. I ask for so little from Mexico as a country. I ask for so little. Yeah. And you're going to take away the chips and queso. Right. At, At La Cava del Tequila. I think that the... Hacienda outside will still serve. They don't serve chips and queso. Well. That's the whole issue. That's the whole issue. We'll we'll find out. We'll find out. (laughs) They serve nachos. Okay. Well. With meat. (laughs) You ask so little. You (laughs) ask so so little. little. Uh, Annual pass holders uh, actually get an increase in their discount uh, between now and October the 14th to 30%. It usually fluctuates 10 or 20% on merchandise. Um, but until August 14th, annual pass holders get an extra percent discount up to 30% on merchandise, which is nice. Um, Disney has released, uh, ticket options, two, three and four day ticket options for Florida residents, I think at a discount also. Okay. So, you know, they're, they're just sort of weaning themselves into how many people can we have the part in the park and let's open up other options. You know, a week or or so ago, they opened up additional days for annual pass holders to get reservations. Those tickets that the Florida residents do buy, they still have to go online and get a park reservation. Right, as do annual pass holders. Yep. Right. Any anybody that wants to go into the park has to get a park reservation at this point. Indefinitely. Right. This is not they haven't given an indefinite. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And uh a few movie updates. Uh Avatar and Star Wars movie sequels. I, I mean I had no idea. Avatar is actually gonna come out with like four more sequels over the next Wow eight years. I know. I know. James I need to Cameron's go back and involved. Watch that movie because I don't remember. I'll be honest. Avatar doesn't age well in terms of its um, the the some of the subject matter. Sure, but like I don't. Okay, we saved the forest. I don't, How many more I, forests are we going to save? I don't think it'll have much to do with the original movie. I think that they're just oh, it's going to be more like the rides, just to pimp out the. rides. I don't know, uh, I, but they built an entire land off of Avatar, so I think they need. They felt they're like they need more than one movie. Yeah, I think the they'll they may be a little more culturally sensitive in the future movies. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> um, and uh, Star Wars movies. So anyway, they pushed back the, the next Avatar movie was supposed to come out in December of 2021. Mm. All and then every two years after that. Oh, wow! They've I know, That's and a big so investment. Avatar. Yeah, they moved. They moved all the movies back one year. Same thing for all the future Star Wars movies. I heard this week yeah, that they're going to... Yeah, you gonna, can't produce. I mean, right. actors and actresses have to socially distance as well. I guess, and it just delays everything, It right? does, absolutely. Um, I heard, though, that uh, Donald Glover also has agreed to reprise his role as Lando Calrissian in a future Star Wars movie, and there's some, there's some Star Wars people in the world that just about lost their minds in glee when they heard that. Um, you're looking at me like, I have no idea what you're... I might as well be speaking Greek. <laughs> It is it is completely great to me. I, I need to I stop before no you fall asleep right in the middle of the idea podcast. Who Lando is? Yeah, Lando stop. Calrissian. Just stop. Yeah, Lando Calrissian. Good, good is job. Is he one of the little teddy bears? No, he's not an Ewok. <laughs> but, but there are people who are thrilled beyond belief about what I just said. Okay, I want all um, good for them. And this next little movie tidbit is just because of your. Um, 
Easy. Your messaging last week in okay. your Tomorrowland segment, mm. um, Mulan has been taken off the calendar indefinitely. <gasps> wow. So do you think theaters are not going to open? I think that that's part of it, but I don't know. I thought that maybe someone that makes decisions heard your piece last week and said, you know what, we need to go take this and redo it so that she doesn't need a man. A little bit more culturally sensitive (laughs) and remove her love interest because she saves all of China. Right. Why does she have to end up marrying someone? Right, sure. Why does saving China end up with a marriage? So we... Okay. We covered that last week. <laughs> you started. I was just letting you know that August twenty first is no longer the date that it's coming out. Okay. So well, it's just it's been put off indefinitely. All right. Well, we'll see them. So yeah. So that's the news for this week. Okay. Some awesome. good. Some bad. We laughed. We cried. Um, do we have time for a quick trivia? We got question? two minutes. Okay. So I'm going to ask this question, and you're going to immediately give an answer, and then I'm going to clarify. Okay. But I want to. Okay. We're going to we're going to go at it this way. So, what do you think is the longest running show at Epcot? Ooh, the longest running show at Epcot. Yeah. Show. I'm gonna. Just yeah, yeah, I get go, it. Go I get with it. your initial gut instinct I get on it. it. My my initial gut instinct wants to say that it's uh, Spaceship Earth, but I'm going to go with something like... Um, I'm going to go with the... Something... All the Voices of Liberty, maybe. You're going to be so upset American when Adventure. I American I, Adventure. I'm not trying to trick you on this. And American I really, Adventure. I thought you would jump right on this, and then I would have to clarify, but you're missing it all together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, so point for me, Carousel of Progress. That's not at Epcot. Oh, oh, oh you messed up the joke. That's <laughs> <laughs> in Tomorrowland. Oh, bummer. <laughs> That's in Tomorrowland, but that has been around a long time. It was okay. at the World's Fair, I think, in St. Louis. Okay, maybe. so I would just like to make a note then. Whoever runs that particular long tail search term at Google, if you could update it <laughs> so that it's not a, a result for when somebody searches the longest long running t- show at Epcot, uh, that should only be a result returned for longest running show at the Walt Disney World. Oh yes, right. Now that makes that yeah that makes sense. Right. But it was a good try, though. We, we, we collaborated there. It was, but you were close with Voices of Liberty. Um, mm. They have been there since the park opened on ni- in 1982, since the first day of opening. Oh, awesome. So, okay. All right, here All we right. go, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland it is. Okay, so I get Tomorrowland this week, mm-hmm. and real excited because <laughs> hopefully a couple of days... Uh, after this comes out, we'll, we'll we'll ride this. Okay. So I'm going to talk about brand new ride Mickey and Minnie's oh, Runaway want to ride it. Railway. And we that. had tried to get fast passes for it when all that was still going on, right? When you, and we couldn't. No, couldn't do it. So uh, yeah, I'm hoping. I am hopeful. I'm hopeful I don't have to say the name a whole lot during this because Mickey I had and to Minnie's Runaway Railroad. Railway. <laughs> Uh, ra- runaway Railway. No, that's Runaway Railway. Yes. It's very difficult. I grew just, up. Let's just call it Mickey Minnie's Ride. Okay. <laughs> I grew up near a uh, Red Wing Rollerway skating rink, and it, that's what it reminds me of every time oh, I say wow. it. Okay. So, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Brand new this year. Opened in March of 2020. And then 
immediately had to shut down. Wow, I didn't realize it had just opened in March. Just opened, just opened, and then okay. had to shut it down. So, um, we're going to talk about, in case people don't know, if you if you love Disney, you probably know a lot about it, but here's what I'm excited about. So, this is, shockingly, the very first ride at any Disney park anywhere in the world. I mean, there's there's a lot of Disney parks now. Right, yeah. That is exclusively starring Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Now, I didn't realize that was a worldwide thing. I thought it was just at Walt Disney World. At any Disney park. Now, that is a shame. <laughs> you would think I that... I mean, Minnie and Mickey have really been the star... For a long time. Talking decades here. Yeah, 1928 when Mickey was was. Uh, I mean, created. and they just got a ride. I know. Like, Stitch had a ride before they had a ride? <laughs> I think you pretty much summed it up right there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and all over the park, never forget, it all started with a mouse. You see that quote everywhere, but the mouse don't hadn't. Give him a ride. Don't give him a ride. ride. Right. So he's finally got a ride, um, and it, it stars him and Minnie and Goofy, Pluto, Donald, and Daisy even has a part. So um, all the, the... I do love Daisy. I know you do. You love how she looks fuzzy. <laughs> She's so fuzzy. She has the cutest tail. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were going to give an elevator speech about this ride, right, okay. you would say something like, um, what if you were on a cartoon train flying around inside of a real Mickey Mouse cartoon? That's the idea for this ride. Like a 1950s and 60s cartoon? Are we talking Steamboat Willie? Or are we talking we're talking like... We're talking older than okay. that. We're talking like okay. classic. But they're actually drawing current Mickey Mouse like shorts okay. um, in a classic style. So okay. it's, you know... For the ride? Or... For, for the new shorts that are coming out. Oh, okay. At, at Hollywood Studios, they're actually showing in, in one of the theaters there a brand new Mickey Mouse short movie oh how cute um, and so it's it's in the same style as the as the classic Disney cartoons but also as in this new ride oh fun yep. okay so um the so we're in the cartoon you're that's the idea okay. is is we're in the cartoon and um it, it you're you're riding on a train where goofy's the engineer and Mickey and Minnie are in their classics roadster on a on a road nearby and Hilarity ensues. Okay. okay. So, um, now, if you know anything about Hollywood Studios, this ride is inside uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater, the replica of Grauman's Chinese Theater, right. which I learned is now the like the TCL Chinese Theater out in Hollywood. It's not Grauman's anymore, but okay. whatever. It's going to be Grauman's for me. Whatever. It used to be the movie. Used to be the great movie ride. The great movie ride. And I loved the great I movie ride. I love movies I anyway, and I loved riding through those scenes of those movies. It just, I was so sad to see it close. It's been closed since like 2017. Yeah, it was a classic. And I loved that ride. I was really sad when they closed it and they said this is going to be for something else now. But Disney always gets it right. Yeah. And they'll get it right with this too. I'm not worried about it. They put up some classic signage on the front so that it looks like classic 1920s and 30s new movie coming out for Mickey and Minnie's new ride. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. And so if you remember though about when when you ride the great movie ride, 
you would queue kind of outside the theater and you would queue into the theater, into the lobby, yes, right? Where I you would see that. the, um, you'd see like classic props like Dorothy's yes. ruby red slippers, uh-huh. dresses, and dresses from famous mm-hmm. movies. And I think, uh, one of the, one of the horses from Mary Poppins carousel when she's, was that, where's that, were those for real? I, I have to assume so, but okay. I don't really know. Okay. Um, and then you queue out of there and you queue into this switchback area where you would watch old movie trailers oh, of the movies that you were going to ride through once you were in the ride. Yep. Ask Kelly about Big John one day. Big John! <laughs> it was a, just a funny thing that happened on one of our trips. <laughs> so all of that is still there. You still queue similar to that. Um, but now when you're queuing in the movie theater area, the switchback area with the movie theater, instead of seeing old classic trailers, you're watching, you start watching a new Mickey Mouse cartoon. Oh, one of the new ones that they've created. I guess. Okay. Right? And you you only watch the first few minutes because something happens and there's a big crash on the ah. screen. And when the crash happens... Smoke comes billowing out of the screen. Real smoke comes billowing out, and it it blinds everybody. And then when the smoke clears, there's a big, huge hole that's been blown in the wall of the screen. The actual screen has had a hole blown in it. Okay? And the idea is you're going to literally walk through the screen out of your world into the cartoon world. Do you really? Right. Oh, now that's fun. How cool. I mean, Goofy even, he like comes up and he sees us, right? He breaks that fourth wall and he talks to us and one of the cast members. He says, hey, would you like to go ride on one of my trains? Right? Oh, that's fun. And super creative. And and then you go ride on Runamuck Park trains, right? And so the cast member escorts you through the movie screen from your world into the cartoon world where you prepare to get on one of the trains. And so, is the the inside of it is similar as far as what the what you're sitting in? You feel like you're sitting in a cartoon train. But is it the the same big thing that we wrote? It's only the movie four people roads? wide, is my understanding. Okay, so no, it's totally yeah, it's different. totally different. Totally yeah. different. Okay. Totally different. And it uses that same trackless uh, technology right, that's, that's yes. coming for Remy and mm-hmm. is used in the Rise of the Resistance ride. Right. Um, and so, so you. You get on the train and you are going through the Perfect Picnic cartoon. And I just want to remind everybody that the person who is the chief Imagineer on this is the the lady who has been assigned to be the chief Imagineer of the Splash Mountain Redo. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. right. So when when you're thinking, wow, this sounds really cool, just think, this is what we've got coming for us. She's she's having a good moment. She's having a good... That's awesome. Time in her career right now. So, the executive creative director for Walt Disney Imagineering, Kevin Rafferty, says this about the ride. We've taken our whole grab bag of theatrical tricks and blended them together so seamlessly you won't be able to tell what's what. There's more happening in each and every scene than you could possibly have time to see in just one experience. That... That's so if that awesome. doesn't sell it, I don't know what does. <laughs> that's so, so great. <laughs> so um, it includes uh, exclusive theme music called Nothing Can Stop Us Now, written specifically for this ride by Christopher and Elise Willis, who've won multiple awards for music they've written for other new Mickey Mouse cartoons. Okay. 
And um, there are some Easter eggs in the ride. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit gets a shout out in this on a newspaper that you might see somewhere in there. Okay. That was actually a character Walt created before Mickey. Okay. Um, but he didn't he didn't keep the copyright. The studio took Aww. it from him. Um, uh, UBI Works, who's credited with the first sketching of Mickey Mouse, gets a nod in this ride. And the numbers 1901 and 1928, birth years for Walt and Mickey, respectively, are seen floating around in there somewhere. Oh, fun. So, really, really excited about excited. trying to get on this thing. Yes. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's my Tomorrowland oh, segment. Oh, well done. I, I honestly didn't know what the ride was about. I'm super excited about it now. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Very excited. Okay, awesome. Right. Let's hit go. World Showcase, because I'm pumped. <laughs> All right, so what I wanted to talk about today um, for World Showcase, this could be a little off-brand for me. I don't know, um, but but maybe um, you're still you're gonna you're gonna love it, and you know that I love it, so we'll see. I want to talk about one of my favorite shows at Epcot. That was why I asked you the question about the longest <laughs> running show at Epcot. I want to talk about one of my favorite shows at Epcot that is no longer there. We're talking about off kilter. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, if, I I get it. <laughs> if y'all don't know off kilter, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but we're going to talk about off kilter. So this Beautiful. is a band that played in Canada for 18 years. Now tell me, do you know why did they have a a Celtic band playing in Canada? You know, I never really thought about it <laughs> until like I'd seen them four or five times, and I'm wondering. Does have to do what does this have to do with Canada? Right. So at one point, um, the Irish Canadians were 24% of the Canadian population. Uh, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Today, it's more like 15%. They're still the fourth largest ethnic group in Canada. See? Man, they should have pimped that out more. I had no have. idea. Yeah. I really had no idea. Um, this off-kilter, they were they played, what, three, five times a day? Oh, more than that, yeah. they. Oh, my goodness. All those day guys. long, yep. Um, and they played in Canada for 18 years. Wow. 18 years from um, 1997 to 2014. No kidding. Yes. So their last show was September 27th of 2014, and they were replaced by, now you know my personal feelings regarding what they were replaced by, so I'm going to try not to say this with a tone of disdain, but the reality is they were replaced by a lumberjack-inspired show with chainsaws. (laughs) Where they were competing to cut wood. Ever. It was canceled a year later because you know what? It was a stupid show. Uh, and you also know what else? Okay, A, it was a stupid show. And two, <laughs> how many trees did they cut down for that show? I know. Because they were also doing multiple shows a day. Yep. Like, how many forests can we kill for a stupid lumberjack-inspired Canadian show? <laughs> Go get off kilter back. We definitely need That a was not a tone here. of disdain. That was just <laughs> straight-up anger. <laughs> Anyway, so Off Kilter um, is described as Celtic rock with a kick or Celtic music with a twist. So imagine an electric guitar and a bagpipe together. And if you're thinking, wow, that sounds weird, then 
you need to get one of their CDs. And if you're thinking that sounds cool, then you're right. It does sound cool. And still go get one of their and CDs. And still go get one of their CDs. <laughs> they are still touring. They still play. Oh, they're they're cool. now a traveling band. Uh, uh, they have some gigs coming up in Florida. This is fun. Uh, they play a lot of the Celtic fest that happened in the fall. So, fun story. Um, I was introduced to Off Kilter by a friend who um, is from Florida. She's from a little town in Florida called Dunedin, which is spelled like Dunedin. So any of you that are from Florida, then you can tell that I'm not. Um, But I was so proud that I said that correctly. So (laughs) she's from a little town called Dunedin. Now, Dunedin has an interesting tie to Ireland. The Dunedin High School Band has bagpipes. And so my friend, yes, so my friend actually plays bagpipes. She always has, which I've always thought is super cool. So anyway, so I was introduced to Off Kilter by my friend that's from Florida who played the bagpipes. So shout out to her. I'm not going to say her name just for privacy (laughs) reasons. Um, But in any case, she introduced me to them. And so we actually have a clip. Um, While Chris is queuing up the clip, I want to tell you what I love the most about Off Kilter. I love their energy. They're fun. Um, I do love their music. And they always drew a crowd. Always Always. drew a crowd. So why don't you pause our background music, and I just want to play a little clip of my favorite off-kilter song, which is um, Wild Rover. Yeah, go ahead, pause that for us. Woo! sounds like um, with the electric guitars, the drums, and the bagpipes. Um, oh, wait, we got both going. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Uh, awesome. So I wanted y'all to get a feel for the the combo of the bagpipes, the drums, yeah. and the electric guitars. Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, I love that song. That's probably my favorite off-kilter song. I also love... Um, Fields of Athen Rye, mm-hmm. which is really great, and uh, Whiskey in the Jar. Yeah, all great. So I, if you don't have one of their albums, I would say I recommend their live album. Um, here's another fun fact. So they have five or six albums out, uh, but that one that you just heard from Wild Rover is off of their live album. Okay. 
Um, and I don't know if it's live at Disney or live at another show. It sounds like a pretty large crowd. Yeah, and I the actually, Canada Pavilion wasn't that large. No, I, I, I saw at one point where that was. It was not at Disney. Okay. Okay. So they played mostly Disney. They were one of the most popular bands at Disney for 18 years. And I just want to say, replacing them with Lumberjacks was an epic fail. Did I already mention that? You did. It was an epic fail. And I have to believe that Disney wishes that they could get off-kilter back. Because so there's a band now. There's a band in that in that pavilion now. But Is it off-kilter? It's not. Okay. It's not. So, but, but I believe it is dominated by, by women. Ooh. Well, feminist band going on in Canada. Yeah. So I, I, I might think. have to give them a shot. Are they Irish, Irish uh, Canadians? I don't know. Mm, I'll look into it. <laughs> um, so, fun fact: they are going to do a tour. Uh, Off kilter is going to do a tour of Ireland in 2021. Oh, how fun would that be? Isn't that fun? You know, they've got some some off kilter groupie out there that is just going to follow them all over Shoot, Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. So, I mentioned Dunedin earlier. They actually ha- still have two gigs lined up for this year. Um, one in October and one in November, and the one in November is the Dunedin Celtic Music and Craft Beer Festival in Dunedin, Florida. That sounds like a good time. It's over, Dunedin's over near the Tampa area. Um, so yeah, no, it sounds like a fantastic time. I love Highland Games, right? I love those <laughs> Highland Game type shows, and I didn't think about that kind of a festival not being around in the fall. You have so many festivals in the fall. Yeah. Renaissance Festival, Highland Games, like the, all that kind of feel. Yeah. You know, with the the kilts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the and, the, and these guys are fun. They're high energy. Oh, they're they they're funny. And they do wear kilts. Yeah, they yeah. do. They're they funny. Do. No, they look like they're having a blast they out do. there. They put on a good show. Um and what normally would happen is you know, the diehard fans would get there early, sit on the log benches. Right. But then as soon as they started playing, boom, there's a massive crowd. There's a huge crowd. Yep. Massive crowd. Because you hear that music and you're like, what is that? Yeah, you're just drawn to and it. And you're pulled in immediately. Yeah. Um, but they were fantastic. So the guy that founded it in 1996 is still the, the lead That's singer great. guy. Yeah. Um, so I think it's fun. I don't know how many bands... You know, stay together that long I know, anymore, and, and, or even have a have a regular gig that lasts that long. Right. I mean, you're talking three to five shows a day. Disney yeah. World doesn't close. Yeah. Right. So you're talking 365 days a year. <laughs> I mean, surely they got a week off surely, every now and again. Surely they got a break, but that just see. I, I used to always do that math when I would see them and think, man, that's a brutal schedule. But when they would walk off stage, I just always imagine them going back to some kind of green room filled with beer. <laughs> Canadian beer. <laughs> Canadian beer. <laughs> I have no idea why. That was just the vibe that you got on the stage was that they had sort of like just come out of the green room and finished a beer and, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, and go yeah. back and drink another beer. Yeah. Huge. Hugely good time watching this play. This yeah. play. I miss Off Kilter so much. I know. I do. So maybe Off Kilter, maybe you come back for like a special. Just for us. Special. Special. Awesome. <laughs> good job. Yeah. That was, that's our world showcase. Okay, folks. That's it for this week. Well, we hope that y'all enjoyed it as much as we did. If you did, as always, please subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review. 
Those reviews on iTunes really help us a lot. They do, seriously. Um, And if you're looking for more things Disney, please visit scfadp.com. That's scfadp.com. S for super, C for Cali, F for fragilistic, A for awesome, D for Disney, P for podcast. This week, we will be at Disney. So we won't have any bonus content coming your way, but get ready for a flurry of bonus stuff beginning next week. Yeah, and probably a lot of... Uh, stuff happening on on the gram Mm -hmm. so please join us in that conversation on twitter and instagram our handle is scfadp in both places yes uh, we would love to hear from you there please follow us and comment on our photos and tell us what you want us to eat (laughs) (laughs) for sure and so with that we will see see you real soon. soon